Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus. Is brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion. All right here. Adams Brown. Strategic allies and CPAs. Going above and beyond for you. BTI. Your John Deere dealer. With locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI. Our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop. Dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle. Our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good Wednesday and welcome into another edition of Tiger Talk. We're again live from the Robbins Center on the Fort Hayes State University campus and we're glad to have you with us here today for the program. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, of course, if you're in-house uh, watching the show, you got the notepads on the table, send us a question. And um, if you're listening today, you can get online, go to fhsuathletics.com, click on the fans uh, link and you'll get that drop down. You'll see Ask the Coach submit your question of course if we use the question you will be uh, in the running for a, a t-shirt uh, from the four-day state athletics department one of those four-day state football t-shirts carol haggard was our t-shirt winner from last wednesday so congratulations to carol for the question and uh, the t-shirt Again, uh, we would um, uh, and love to love to have you uh, join us via the the program. If you are normally watching this on a tape delayed basis, um, no video today. Jordan had to be out of town, so just the radio. But if you miss any part of this, you can of course uh, catch it later on Hayes Post. We're going to talk some. Men's golf, Seth Kincaid will be joining us uh, talking men's golf. Jerry Cleary, men's soccer. We'll also talk volleyball with Jessica Wood Atkins and football with head coach Chris Brown. Uh, let's go ahead and give you an update. No women's soccer today or cross country, but let's get you up to date on what those uh, two sports have done cross country. They'll be at the Hornet Harrier Invitational in Emporia. That'll be Friday afternoon. Uh, the MIAA coming up in two weeks from Saturday in Columbia, Missouri. Tigers uh, having this past weekend off, and we'll rehook up with Jason McCullough, head cross country coach, on our next program, get a preview of that Her uh, Hornet Harrier Invitational. Women's soccer, they got a win and a tie this past weekend. They beat Northwest Missouri State 1-0 on Friday. Grayson Cheney scoring the lone goal three minutes into the defense, made it hold up the rest of the day. Sunday, the Tigers play to a 2-2 draw with Missouri Western. Claire Gaith and Allison Worley score the two Fort Hayes State goals. Worley got the equalizing goal in the 66th minute on an assist from Grayson Cheney. So the Tiger soccer team now 6-1-3, 2-0-1 in the MIAA. They'll be
be at home this weekend, Newman on Friday. That'll be a 6 o'clock match out of the FHSU Soccer Stadium. And then Sunday afternoon, Central Oklahoma in town for a 2 o'clock match uh, with the Tigers. Both of those will be live-streamed on the MIAA Network. Fort A. State now tied with Central Missouri for second place in the MIAA. Washburn on top with a record of 3-0. and So that gets you up to date with women's soccer and also cross-country. We'll be talking men's soccer with Jerry Cleary here in just a little bit. But right now we're going to talk with men's golf. Head coach Seth Kincaid with us for the first time here on the program this fall. Seth, we appreciate you uh, joining us. Uh, you're kind of one of those sports you, you kind of go all year. You have your split uh, schedule in, in the fall. Then you come back in the in the spring. You've got three tournaments under your belt so far. I think, what, 11th at Lincoln, 9th at the NSU Fall Classic, and 12th at Missouri Southern. I know you face some good competition in all of those. Just maybe give us an overview of, uh, of the season so far for your Tiger golfers. Yep, you bet. Thanks so much for having me uh, here on the program. Like you said, we've had a Pretty quick start to the season. Three weeks in, we went three weeks back to back to back. Um, had this last weekend off to kind of sit back and rehash on some things that we've, uh, some th- good things we've seen on the course, some things we need to work on, and then uh, then we'll start up again next week with three more in a row to uh, to finish off the fall season. Like you said, we go in the the fall and the spring. Um, early on, I kind of learned that the the spring golf spring golf weather is a little bit uh, more un- unpredictable, and so. We tried to front load our schedule as much as we can, play as much in the fall um, as we can. So um, a lot of teams, you know, they kind of front load their schedule and try to get more more tournaments in the fall um, when it's a little bit little bit better weather. Um, we've definitely uh, improved as the, as those first three tournaments went on. Um, like you said, there at uh, our first tournament at Lincoln, I think we tied for tenth, uh, eleventh uh, place um, out of thirteen teams. That we were sixty over uh, over par as our, was our team score. Um, second tournament, we were ninth out of 17 teams. The team score went down to 33 over, um, so shaved off uh, quite a bit um, there. The course was definitely um, a little bit easier um, that week um, in Muskogee down in Oklahoma. Um, then this last tournament we were at uh, was definitely the best tournament um, start to finish that we've had since I've been here. This is year number eight. Um, we were five over par um, as a team. Um, our first round, we were even par. Um, our second round, we were one under par, and from what I can tell, um, going back through through some of our records, it's our first under par round that we've had as a team since 2002. Um, so that hasn't happened in, in quite some time. So just proud of the guys, top to bottom, um, our, our whole lineup there. Um, definitely improving and, and playing a lot better in this last tournament definitely showed. So hopefully we can we can carry that forward with us these next uh, three tournaments of the fall. Yeah, that was in Monkey Island. Uh, talk about that. I know you've played there before, the Shangri-La course. It's a great facility and a good course to, to play like you did. Yep, no, it's a, it's a lot of fun. They always host a great tournament. We've been there um, every year since I've been here. We've been there, I think, every year since even 2015. Um, it's a great course, a great um, setup. Like I said, they, ho- they host a great tournament with all the meals and the hotel is right there on site and everything, so not a whole lot of travel once we get down there. Getting down there is a little bit tough, but, um, but once you're there, it's a lot of fun. Um, and like you said, it's a, it's a tremendous course. It's always a challenge this year that was maybe playing a little bit easier than it has in years past, but um, you know, all three of our team rounds, we shot 288 in the first round, 287 in the uh, second round, and then a 293 um, in the third round, and uh, like I said, we've been there for the last nine years. Uh, so we played probably over 30 rounds there. Before this year, we'd only ever had four rounds um, under 300 um, on that golf course. So to have all three rounds under 300 um, was, was definitely a testament to our guys' hard work um, and effort. I think we had 59 birdies as a team, three eagles. Um, there was 20 teams there. We were fourth in the field in, uh, in number of birdies, but we just had a few too many 
bogeys on the other side, but the, the guys can definitely um, roll the rock and, and score um, quite a bit. If we can eliminate some of the a little bit bigger numbers, we can definitely put ourselves right right up there towards the top. I mean, obviously you got a lot of birdies. What was the difference for you guys to, to play so well compared to maybe some of those earlier rounds? Um, so this course, like I said, maybe course familiarity. Mm-hmm. We've, we've been down there just every single year, so most all of our guys had played the course before, so they, they kind of know – where not to hit it, I guess, uh, learning from experience. Um, the course was maybe set up a little bit easier. A couple of the tee boxes were moved up. Um, because the field was so big, We wanted to try. they wanted to try to make sure we got done with the first uh, day. We played two rounds back-to-back, make sure we get done before the daylight um, ended up. We actually didn't end up finishing because there were so many people and had a little bit of a fog delay in the morning anyway. Uh, so maybe it was set up a little bit easier, but um, – like I said, course familiarity and just the guys' hard work and um, progressing throughout the, the season and um, kind of dialing in on some yardages and getting getting more accustomed and back into tournament feel. Um, they definitely definitely played with a lot of confidence and once kind of early on those first first stretch of holes um, played played really solid as a team and I think they they got some confidence early and they carried that with them the rest of the tournament. Let's talk about your team. It's a young team. You have one senior, uh, Tanner Copeland from Plainville. A lot of a lot of young guys uh, behind him. Just talk about the roster a little bit and how everybody's doing. Yep, so it's a, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Like you said, only one senior, a couple couple juniors. We brought in um, three new players this year, um, two junior college transfers from Dodge Community College. Um, those two have come in and played for us, um, comp- or it helped us out on, on our travel roster um, quite a bit. Cooper Sheck, um, he's from there in Dodge City. He's probably been our most consistent player. He's got an average of 74 um, over these first um, three rounds. And then uh, Cole Streck as well, another transfer. Um, so Cooper's just a junior, a sophomore. Cole's a junior. Um, he's he's had uh, a couple of our lowest rounds, um, and if he can kind of eliminate some some big numbers in our in our later rounds, um, he he's definitely right there in the mix as well. His average is just over 75. Our top player this year, same as last year, Jackson Raider. He's a junior from uh, Marysville, Kansas. Um, his average right now is a 73.7. Um, over our first nine rounds last year he was an all-conference player Um, he's back this year last year he was kind of right on the bubble for for making it into the regional competition as an individual and so his goal this year was to to get back there and he's definitely um, kind of on the right track after our uh, after our start to the season talk about what you guys work on when you practice you you had all the tournaments early now a little bit of a break I mean are they just going out to the course and playing rounds do you work on specific things maybe take us through what what a practice would be maybe over the course of the week and how you break it down day to day yeah so so during this this off week where we've got um you know our, our traveling tournament we leave on a Sunday play tournaments on practice round on Sunday play on Monday Tuesday the normally we'll come back um, have an off day on Wednesday kind of get caught up in the in the classroom and everything go to study hall um, then get back in the uh, on the course on Thursday, kind of identify some things that some of the guys maybe needed to work on um, there through, from the tournament. Everybody kind of has some, some different stuff. Some people, if they're struggling um, on the greens with the pace of their putts or something like that, might work on that a little bit more um, with one kid. If somebody's um, a little bit, their yardages are off with, with irons or um, drivers and things like that, um, everybody kind of has, we kind of identify something that everybody need, needs to work on. Um, and then, then, do that for a couple hours and then just go out and play nine holes because you can you can spend all all time you want you know on the practice range and on the practice green but on the course that's where you're gonna um, all the shots that counter are on are on an actual course so we we try to spend a lot of time on the course and 
um, changing some, th- some things up there, but that's where you're going to make the most improvement, I think. I think anyone who golfs could relate to that. We're all great on the practice dr- uh, range, and then we get on the course, and it kind of falls apart. All right, three more tournaments uh, in this fall season, uh, starting this Monday. Always a good one in St. Joe, the Holiday Inn Express Missouri Western Fall Invite. Yep, no, always love going to St. Joe. Uh, always a really good regional field there. Um, that's, that's always a good test. It's a, it's a similar course to Smoky Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not super long, but, you know, a lot of really tall old trees, um, just not too far off the fairway. So if you're not very accurate off the tee, you can get in a lot of trouble um, in a hurry. So that usually benefits us a little bit, just kind of somewhat course familiarity to what we're used to playing um, week in and week out. And then the week after that, we'll go down to um, – Edmond, Oklahoma, for a regional preview. Um, hopefully have a, one or two or maybe five players go there in, in May. That's where the NCAA regional will be held um, at Kicking Bird in Edmond, just north of Oklahoma City, and then um, finish out the fall in, in Tulsa um, in a couple weeks at the end of the month. Um, this is the, I think, third year we've gone down there. That's another tournament that started up. Um, that's They always host a really good tournament, um, really tough field. And so it uh, should be a really good way to, to finish out the, the fall and, and give us a good idea of where we are headed into the spring. So far, our team average this fall is right around a 297. Um, our goal is always to be under 300, um, and so we're 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 right there. Um, we haven't been able to do that um, since I've been here. I think our the best team stroke average we've had since I've been here is right around a 302. Um, so right now we're on pace to to beat that. So we just got to continue to put in the work, and uh, and it'll it'll pay off for itself. All right, sounds good. Off to a great start. Hopefully, you finish this uh, fall schedule up strong, and then. Get ready for the the spring and knock on wood, get some good weather for you this spring. That's always the hope. But we've got we've got some rain gear and umbrellas, and we, we bought new beanies this year. So we may, thankfully we hadn't need those yet this fall, but I'm sure we'll need them in the spring. All right, sounds good, Seth. Hey, really appreciate the update. Congratulations on the great start. Thanks for all you guys doing the sports information office. He's also assistant SID, and it makes uh, uh, some of us in the media sound really really smart. Appreciate it, and uh, appreciate you joining us on the program today. Yep, you bet. Thanks so much. That is Thank Seth you, Kincaid. He's a head golf coach at Fort Hayes State University. Again, a couple of more tournaments here this spring. Fort Hayes State, uh, or Tiger Sports and Tiger Talk, brought to you in part by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank and Hayes and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. We'll talk some men's soccer. Jerry Cleary joins us next on Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Word, sales, and service you can depend on. Call Now's the perfect time to knock out some fall projects, and a John Deere compact tractor loader has the muscle you need to get the job done. Head over to BTI John Deere to talk with their expert sales team and learn what's right for you, or visit btiequip.com. They service what they sell, and their team is ready to help you with your to-do list, big and small. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. To make it in the food industry, you have to be good at what you do. To make it for 53 years, you have to be great. The Taco Shop has been serving you since 1970, and on special this month is the Poco Pizza 219, Pork Burrito 409, and the Chili Cheese Nachos for 509. By phone, by app, by pickup or delivery, order Taco Shop today. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Down to the Taco Shop. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, 
one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, Tiger fans. You've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com drive. Go Tigers! Play action, he wants to throw, he goes into that win, looking deep downfield, and it's going to be intercepted. The pass is picked off. It's grabbed out of there by Jackson Calzo. He'll bring it up the Lincoln sideline and run out of bounds at the 30. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday night, Fort Hayes State, and a big win over the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Welcome back into uh, Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock with you for the rest of the hour talking Fort Hayes State sports. I want to remind you, the Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. I just checked. We did have an email question for Seth, knowing he's a big Chiefs fan, if he's a tra- in, in support of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. We'll have to remember that for the next time. Uh, we're joined now by Jerry Cleary, head men's soccer coach. We're talking a little Ryder Cup trash there with Seth as as he left. Um, go Europe, you said, huh? I guess yeah. that, that's 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 fair. Yeah, I'm sticking in the middle. I suppose. You, you go. That's a very diplomatic way to do that. We're joined by Jerry Cleary, head men's soccer coach at Fort A. State Tigers in Arkansas this past weekend. Got a tie, a draw with Wachita Baptist, 2-2 two two last Thursday. Beat Harding 1-0 on Saturday. Um, led 2-0 at halftime against uh, Wachita. Got goals, goals from Blake Arndt. Uh, less than two minutes in, Alex Plimber got you one of the 34th minute. They get the tying goal in the 86th minute, I guess. Uh, good start, played well. Just wish you could have got away with the win, obviously. Yeah, it was it was like 96 degrees, like 80% humidity. I've never seen my team just go <laughs> like everybody. And, yeah, it was just, it's just really weird. We had 33 shots. As I say, yeah, it, it, really all weekend uh, you had a lot of shots and a lot of opportunities to score a lot of goals and uh, obviously had some success in it coming away with a win and, and a draw, but uh, uh, just it's been tough at times to, to find the back of the net. Yeah, we probably should do more of it in training. <laughs> it's funny how those two correlate a little uh. bit. Uh, let, let's talk about Blake's goal. Um, uh, he, he gets it early in the match, gave you the lead, uh, scored from just outside the penalty box near the middle of the field. Talk about that goal and just getting off to that early early lead and, and good start, which you haven't had a lot of this year. Yeah, I think it was our second chance, and he scored, and then we should have, as I said, we had 33 shots in the game, so... And then Plimmer gets his in the um, in the 34th minute to put you up 2-0. Good to see him get on track. He scored a couple of goals early for you, and, and now that's his first time since. Um, is he a guy you need to kind of get going a little bit to kind of get this offense uh, sparked and playing better? Yeah, because he's a graduate student, so he should be – he should be – well, he had a chance right before he missed an open goal, and then he scored, which is good because he hasn't been doing that. But, yeah, we're just not making that next step. He had five shots in that that Wachita match. Obviously, found the the one to put you up uh, up two to nil. And I guess that, that's kind of been the case for a lot of your guys. Opportunities are there, just not been able to to finish them off. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're, we're scared to be good. We're still struggling with just being good. And the mental side of it is is obviously a big thing. And 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 
sometimes don't be afraid to, to be successful. Don't be afraid to, to win. And, and, and it's easy to say those things, but until you can go out and do it a few times, uh, it, it's, it's easier maybe said than done. Yeah, we're not doing it, right? So, but <laughs> if you, like two weeks ago, we played at home. And then on the Friday, we left and went to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Saturday, we played in Oklahoma City. Sunday, we go home at 2 o'clock. Monday, we have off. Tuesday, we train. We leave Tuesday for Tulsa. Then Wednesday, we leave for Arkansas. We train in Arkansas. Check in the hotel at 3 o'clock Wednesday. Thursday, we play. Friday, we train. Saturday, we play at 11 a.m. So we're up at 7 a.m. And then we beat Harding. And then we get home at 1 a.m. Sunday. So these last 10 days, it's just, it's just exhausting. It's been a, a challenge, certainly, but you, you got the win. That was uh, good to see. You scored the 74th minute against Harding, and I would just think, obviously, for the psyche of this team, that was that was big. It was a hard-fought match, and uh, you found a way to come away with the victory. Yeah, no, it's, as I said, just the travel, the whole trip is just difficult with the referees, the teams you're playing. <laughs> like, we've played Wachita four times. We've only beat them once, tied them three away. Harding, I think, were two and two. So to come away with four points with all the travel was like it was pretty good. Three five and one on the year now. Two one and one in conference play. Uh, one more on the road here for a stretch at Northeastern Saturday. A Riverhawk team that's three three and two. They've lost two in a row, and I know this is. I mean, it's kind of become a rival over the years. A, a big one to, in Tahlequah on Saturday to try to hopefully build a little bit of momentum for your squad before you get home for a nice homestand. Yeah, because we. We've won one in a row so far. <laughs> we haven't lost in two. But, again, we leave on Friday for mm-hmm. Tahlequah, and then we play Newman away on Tuesday. So we'll have five away games in a row, which is just tough. And then you'll get a nice stretch at home, which will be uh, good. A little preview on Northeastern State. Tell us about them a little bit, what to expect. I know they're usually pretty pretty solid. Every time you guys hook up, it seems to be a pretty good battle. Yeah, because Fort Hayes has the history of beating them. It was always when mm-hmm. the conference was the MIAA, they were always, like, my first year here, I've never seen a team in my life wanted to kill someone. <laughs> I think they beat us 5-1 or something, like, but they could have. They would have chopped their heads off if they could have. But, but it's just from the Fort Hayes history of mm-hmm. beating them every year to go to nationals. What's going to take for you guys to, to, to get a win against them this time around? Score more than Score them. more goals. There you uh, go. I knew that was coming. I, was, I led you into that, so I deserve that. <laughs> Jerry, we appreciate it. Safe travels. Uh, a few more on the road, then you got a chance to come at home and hopefully get on a roll for your team here as you get in the second half and down the stretch of the season. And just one of those things, you just got to keep plugging away, and hopefully it, it kind of starts to stick and you guys can, can get on a bit of a roll. Yeah, at some point it's going to register. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate it. Best of luck in Tahlequah. Go get those uh, Riverhawks, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. There you go. That is Jerry Cleary. He is the men's soccer coach at Fort A. State University. Again, they'll be on the road against Northeastern State on Saturday. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop. Whether you're ordering by phone, using the handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery, you've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. We'll talk some volleyball with Jessica Wood-Atkins when we return. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Hello, this is Dr. Christine Fisher letting you know our new Express Clinic on the corner of 13th and Main is now open. At First Care Clinic Express Care, we understand your time is valuable. We are open late on weekdays and all day Saturday for your convenience. Book online and skip the line at firstcareclinic.com. No more waiting rooms. Just you, your health, and our dedicated professionals 
at the corner of 13th and Main. Put your health first at First Care Clinic Express Care. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. If you haven't heard, land is in demand. Hi, this is Mitch Keeley, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you've ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. I would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you're interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-0492 or visit whitetailproperties.com. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com. Tillis the running back, left of Dawson. Tillis gets the carry, he knifes his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. Jaquan Tillis, a two yard touchdown run on fourth and goal. And Tillis finds the end zone for the first time this year. And the Tigers lead it 36 to nothing with 8.41 to go in the second. Yeah, more of the action from Saturday. We'll talk with head football coach Chris Brown here in just a little bit. Right now we're talking volleyball. Jessica Wood Atkins joins us. Tigers got their first conference win in three this past Friday down in Wichita against Newman, 11, 13, and 14. Now seven and eight and one and five of the conference. Congratulations. And I know we talked last week, Newman had struggled. They hadn't won, uh, but you took care of business and you win it convincingly. You, you played well. And, and sometimes when you play a team that's struggling, that's not always easy. You see teams maybe lower their level of play, but uh, it seems like your gals didn't do that, played very well and got a nice win. Yeah, I mean, we have struggled with that in the past, of playing to the tempo of the other team, whether it be higher or lower. Um, and Newman's a good team. I mean, they might be winless in our conference, but they still have a lot of good players. Um, biggest block we've seen in conference by far. And so, but we, we changed our... Um, our training routine last week. I mean, obviously we had a Tuesday game and then we didn't have a lot of practice opportunities last week, but we just tried to put the pressure on our team every minute of practice where we've got a clock running, we've got, you know, races going competitions. And, and I think it kept their focus off of the scoreboard and onto their play. Well, it seemed to work very well. Only nine attack errors in the match. First time in over two years you'd had a, a match in which you had less than 10 uh, attack errors. Obviously, when, when you're hitting it well, that's always a good sign. <laughs> it is. It is. That's where you score most of your points. So, um, yeah, and two of those errors came with a block by Newman. So, um, really, really good. I think, um, you know, we used a different strategy like we did against uh, Carney. We ran a 6-2, so six hitters, two setters. Um, which opens up the right side of the court a little bit more for more attacking. And so, um, you know, with that option available, three out of the six rotations, um, 
we were able to distribute the ball a little bit more, kind of confuse their block a little bit more, which opens up more opportunities for the hitters when they have places to hit, not just hands in their face. Obviously, who you play and how they play probably lends to some of that, but it just it seems like you're starting to gain some traction with this approach right now. Well, I would hope so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, the team really likes it, and they've complimented that it's hard, mm-hmm. uh, but this team actually appreciates the challenge. They like being challenged, and so, you know, that's that's actually a good thing for a coach, but it taxes my brain a lot <laughs> because they are um, highly intelligent, um, very driven, and very athletic, and so finding ways to push all of them all the time um, – we, we've been putting in more time in our in our office of strategizing and trying to ways to layer different drills to make it challenging for everyone at all times. You had a lot. You got some, some runs in this match. Uh, the first one back and forth early. Then I think you went on a, a, a huge run to, to get a big lead, scored seven straight, had an early 9-2 to two lead in the second. Uh, third, you never trailed, jumped out early, uh, stringing some, some points together, which obviously you've seen some of the better teams at the conference do to you. It's nice to, to turn that around. But, boy, once you get that momentum rolling, it can be a big thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think in the third set we were up 15-1, to one, mm-hmm. and it, I had to make a sub to kind of get some some – training in (laughs) um but uh i think a lot of that had to do with our serving and our defensive movements and so i mean brooke highland and andres ribeiro they they served multiple in a row and those the serves they had were rockets and they were moving like a knuckleball i mean they weren't going in a straight path they were moving which as a passer is very very hard um and i think that was the strategy that we were using against newman and it worked very well Anyone else stand out for the weekend for, or from the match, I guess, from individual play? Uh, I would say Maya Vandervek. Okay. Um, you know, she's one of the reasons that we shifted to the 6-2 is she was um, the number two behind Claire Olson. Um, and every time we put her in, she was just making a huge impact. And she did so again this weekend. And so really proud of her and the way that she stepped up. Um, and I would say, again, our libero, mm-hmm. Brooke Island, she's, she's owning it and setting a really good tempo for the team. You get a win like that. It's been struggles, obviously, to start conference with the best teams in the conference and, and played well in those and got better. We still didn't get the win. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine you get that win. Have you seen a difference on your squad, just the, 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 the mental side of it, to finally get that monkey, so to speak, off their back? Oh, they're so happy. They're all <laughs> smiles, you know. Um, and the and... coach is probably more fun to be around, too. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, their demeanor, they're, they're – they're, they're a good mix of competitive and, and knowing how to be a good teammate. You know, they, they want to win at all times, but they're not going to railroad each other to get it done. They understand that they have to bring each other along. And so, um, you know, when you win and you do it together, that just helps a little bit more. Whereas when you lose, you can start to pull apart in groups and mm-hmm. what happened here and there. And so I think it, it went a long way for their demeanor, but also for like the um, – What's the word that I'm looking for? Kind of the team dynamic. Right, yeah, the chemistry. Mm-hmm. All Good. right. Well, you get, you're get you back here tomorrow, rare Thursday, uh, Missouri Western at 6 o'clock. 
uh, and then Northwest Missouri State. Uh, you'll get them on Saturday, the defending conference chance that you're home for your next six. So hopefully Friday's win at Newman kind of gets your rolling here. Now you got a chance to play some some home matches and maybe get on a bit of a roll here and uh, get back into in the thick of things in the MIAA race. Yeah, I think so. I mean, just like, you know, um, Jerry was talking about, when you take those road trips, um, it, it can wear on you a little bit when you've got those matches back-to-back. And we have three weeks in a row where we've got a Tuesday match and then the weekend match. And so we don't get a ton of time to rest and recover or really train a lot. You've just got to go play. And so being at home <laughs> helps because um, we can get a little bit more practice time in, a little bit better rest. Um, and obviously with it being midterms, that alleviates some of the pressure. Real quick, Missouri Western, 11-4, and four, having a good good start to the year. A little scattering report, what to expect tomorrow night. Yeah, they're a good team. Uh, they're a good team. They run a higher offense than what we've seen. Uh, so we should be able to block a little bit more. Um, which I'm looking forward to, and I think that they're going to struggle a little bit with the speed of our game as long as we can keep the ball in control and in front of the 10-foot line. Um, They're not as strong passing as some of the teams that we have seen. You know, we opened up the gate against some Mm -hmm. of the strongest passing teams between Kearney, Washburn, and UCO. And so um, I think hopefully we can get them out of their system, block a little bit more, and if we do that, we should be able to run our offense pretty strong. All right, well, tomorrow, and I said Saturday, it's actually Friday with Northwest, a couple of mm-hmm. 6 o'clock matches, hopefully uh, start of a little roll here at home. But as always, Jessica, we appreciate the visit. Congratulations on the, the win, and hopefully uh, we'll be talking about a string of victories when we talk to you next week. Hope so. Thank you. There you go. Jessica Wood Atkins, head volleyball coach at Fort A. State. Again, 6 o'clock tomorrow, the Tigers take on Missouri Western. And then 6 o'clock on Friday, the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats. Both will be streamed on the MIAA network. Tiger Talk brought to you in part today by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. We'll talk football with Coach Chris Brown next. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger sports network built by pwc this is colby shippers with gibbs auto supply and hayes i'm sure you know that if you need an alternator battery transmission or even a new engine we are your go-to place did you know we also have any kind of tool and equipment that you would need we have portacool fans toolboxes air compressors service jacks engine hoists welding supplies power washers car cleaning detail supplies shop brooms shop vacs grease guns socket sets power drills drill bits and even nuts and bolts so basically anything you need keeping you on the road since (laughs) Well, forever. That's Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Too much football? (laughs) There's no such thing. Especially not when Next Tech has you covered with the fastest internet and the best combination of streaming and live TV. Get gig speed internet and deluxe TV now for just $175 per month for the perfect football watching experience. You'll never have to choose which game to watch. Next Tech lets you catch them all. Buffer free at an unbeatable price. Don't miss the action. Get started at next-tech.com today. Bringard Harris CPAs in Hazen Garden City serve clients of all sizes. Our staff has enjoyed meeting many new clients in recent years. That's right. Our firm is growing because new clients appreciate the level of attention we provide. We work to understand the tax, accounting, and business problems faced by clients, and our experience allows us to find effective and efficient solutions. If you are stressed about tax, accounting, or business problems, come talk to us. Bernard Howard CPAs. We can help. We do that. October is National Cooperative Month. Midwest Energy is a customer-owned cooperative, meaning everyone who takes service is a part owner. 
you vote to choose your board of directors, and you share in the economic success of the co-op through capital credits. Like all co-ops, Midwest Energy promotes growth in our communities through employee involvement, supporting schools, and through the Midwest Community Fund. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. First down at 10, watch the running back to the right of Dawson. Play action, maybe a busted play. Dawson's going to run. He's got room up the middle. Now angles right 15. He's at the 10 to the 5. He'll take it in. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. 28-yard touchdown run for Jack Dawson. His second rushing touchdown of the year. Yeah, Tigers are up 44-0 at that point. They go on to win 71-3 over Lincoln on homecoming Saturday night. We're joined now by head football coach Chris Brown. Congratulations. Um, You won big. I mean, we talked last week Lincoln had struggled. Um, If you just completely didn't self-destruct, you felt good about a win. But I think what you had to like about that, thought you guys played well. They were crisp, and yes, it was a lopsided game, but I thought they played very crisp football, and sometimes in a game like that, that's not always easy to do. No, it's not, and you know, our kids practice pretty well all week long, and uh, you know, we played a lot of freshmen in that game, which is really good for us to just kind of see what those kids have coming up here in the, in, in the future, and uh, you know, Jackson got a lot of plays, and Hines got a lot of plays, Pillow got a lot of plays, and then, you know, across the board on the D-line, and you know, a lot of those kids got a lot of plays as well, and we even played a few freshman O-linemen, um, got Caleb Heater in the game as well, just to kind of see what he could do, and I thought he did an excellent mm-hmm. job of spreading the ball around. I um, didn't realize he was that fast. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if he's really that fast, but he, he actually he ran really well down the sideline on the, and, and scored on that play, but, you know, we've got a lot of guys in there. they got a lot of reps, and, and some great things happened for him. The new rule in Division Two, in which you can play a true freshman up to three games, and it can still redshirt that year, and we saw a lot of those guys playing for the first time. You, you're getting a feel for that and when the players, that's still kind of a, a process with that new uh, new rule in Division Two football. It's still kind of a process of which games you do play them in, and you know, you know, you think start thinking about postseason and things like that. Like if, if we didn't make it to the postseason, if somebody got injured, now this kid already played three games, but we needed to play this fourth game. Now he loses his redshirt, so you know, those little different things that go into your to, to your mind when you're playing these young men but this is one we had to get some of these kids in just to see what they could do and they did some good things um they, they really did so hopefully we can find some more games to get them into and uh and get them ready and prepare them for next year well it was nice you mentioned some of those uh, new names jackson calls Salina central product interception of the very first play of the game uh he, he'd played a little bit but he was obviously in a starting role with the injury to mason perez and good to see those guys have some success that's got to help with their with their confidence as as young players playing in some of these roles for the first time it does and just seeing him yesterday at practice you know those guys were getting those same reps but you know in practice they were kind of nervous before but now they've got these game reps and and you can see him a little more relaxed, you know, yesterday, yesterday's practice and making the plays and making the calls that they needed to make. And, uh, you know, it, those those few plays benefit those kids tremendously. But, you know, Jackson got a lot. Hines got a lot. Pillow got a lot. And, uh, you know, but we'll get some guys back this yeah. week. But now we know these kids are going to be ready to play, you know, if we need to call their number again. Just going to ask you about that. You had some guys not play after uh, injuries in the Missouri uh, Western game. Uh, what, what's their status? Is it looking a little bit better for some of those guys? It is. Uh, Mason should be back. Um, uh, Mikhail will be back as well. We just It was just trying to, trying to keep him safe and keep mm-hmm. him healthy through that game. Um, Brandon Kerr is going to be back as well. Um, Bryson Smith is going to be back. So it's good to see Jaquan Tillis, you know, finally good. get comfortable with his knee and, and, and trusting it. And, you know, that's just kind of Nate 
more the, the brain than anything else mentally of uh, being ready, but step, seeing, seeing him step up. But, yeah, most of the guys are going to come back, but there's a few that we're still going to have done for the rest of the season. going to ask you about Jaquan. That was my next question. Nine carries, 40 yards. He scored that touchdown. And we saw what he did last year, such a dynamic back who can catch the ball out of the backfield. And then he had the knee injury, and we see it all the time. Um, Physically, you may not be, you may be ready to go, but boy, until you are on the mental side of it and fully trust it, it's tough. And everybody's different. Some just first time they're able to play, they step out and no problem. Seemed like it took him longer, but that looked like the Jaquan we saw before the injury last year, and a guy who can really help this offense out if he continues to play like that. Yeah, and I think he is back. You know, because it's right after you know a few plays and then the touchdown, and you know, seeing him run a few times, came off the sideline, said, "Are you back?" And he says. Coach, I'm back, and it's it's good to see that, and 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 you know now he's confident and he believes in that and that he's going to be okay, and uh, you know hopefully he just continues to prove and get better these next few weeks and, and help us win some more ball games. Another big game for Jaden Horace. He had four catches, 91 yards. He and Jack have really developed a pretty good camaraderie out there. They they seem to look for each other, and it seems like he runs really good routes because he's open a lot. He is. He's just he's dynamic. I mean, he can make some great things happen. He's faster than what he looks on the field, um, has great body control, um, can catch a ball anywhere that you put it. And, uh, I mean, he's made some hard catches as well, but he's he finds a way to get open. He finds a way to beat receivers. And he's the guy when the ball's in the air, he's going to go get the ball. And, uh, you know, some receivers just, oh, it's not in the right spot, just kind of let it fade away. No, but he's a guy that that ball's in the air. It's my ball. I'm going to go get it. Caleb Pillow led you in tackles. He's another one of those young guys you, you kind of mentioned. Uh, see why you're excited about some of these young players. I mean, obviously there's mistakes when you're young, but he's aggressive. And you, and you talk about playing physical, especially on defense. He's a guy who, who does that. Yeah, he's getting there. I'm still not quite there for me yet. <laughs> um, he still needs to put on some weight and he needs to put on some strength. Uh, but I think when those two things come along, he's going to be even more physical than what he is now. I'm still needing to wrap up a little bit on his tackles, but at least he's coming in flying around and throwing the shoulder and, and, and trying to bring those guys down because he, he really had a good game, and that was probably the most physical game that he's played so far. You mentioned the offensive line, and, and, and again, it's hard in games like this to, to maybe get a true sense because Lincoln has struggled, but looked like they had uh, a good game and maybe played with a little more attitude up front than they've had. It, it was better, and uh, you know we just got to build off of that and continue to get better. And to me, it's just, you know, the game like this is a game that we probably knew we were probably going to win, so these kids play with tons of confidence, but now we play a game like Missouri Southern or Pitt or, or Mo West or whatever it might be, there's – just a little bit of stress, but we just got to play relaxed and believe in ourselves and have confidence and, and know we're going to get the job done. And, and that's what our O-line and our D-lines and every one of these kids that we're playing right now is just you know, play like you did last week, calm, cool, collected, physical, aggressive, um, play with some intensity, and uh, you know, good, good things will happen. Tigers on the road. <clears throat> They'll get a much tougher test this Saturday. They'll be in Joplin to take on the Lions of Missouri Southern, and we'll get a preview from Coach when we return. Remind you, the Tiger Talk is brought to you in part by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. We'll take another break. Be back with head coach Chris Brown as Tiger Talk continues here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. 
We are all healthcare, and at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. BTI John Deere knows you've been hard at work all year. From their family to yours, have a smooth and stress-free harvest. They're committed to you and to your success. Your local John Deere dealer, BTI, has after-hours parts assistance and 36 service trucks across six locations ready to meet you in the field when you need them. BTIEquip.com, they're committed to you. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. To make it in the food industry, you have to be good at what you do. To make it for 53 years, you have to be great. The Taco Shop has been serving you since 1970, and on special this month is the Poco Pizza 219. Pork Burrito 409 and the Chili Cheese Nachos for 509. By phone, by app, by pickup or delivery, order Taco Shop today. Come on down to the Taco Shop. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Heaver to throw on third down. He's got a man wide open. Caught here on the near sideline and running up the sideline to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, and into the end zone. Logan Heigl, his second career touchdown catch. Both have been on passes from Caleb Heaver. And he takes it in 61 yards. Yeah, nice to see those two hook up again. Ryan Allen would have had a touchdown had he not tripped on the 10-yard line. Well, <laughs> he tried to double catch it. And Play then, bobbled yeah, again. Yeah, a little bit of wind that day. He was up in the air for a long time. And, you know, he's only going to get better as the years yeah. go on as well. I mean, he's a hard worker, committed kid. And, he, yeah, I know he wanted to score on that play, but he, caught, he had to catch it twice. He would have caught it just the first time. He probably scores, but just at least he hauled it in. We, we always have a weekly press conference. He was there and um, tried to be delicate to ask that question. He had a good he he um, he handled it well. But yeah, he's a exciting uh, guy for the future of Four Day State football. And remind you, Four Day State football invites you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. Four Day State heading to Joplin to take on Missouri Southern. Both are three and two. Uh, all of their games so far have been conference games. Much improved Lions team. Uh, boy, you look at them. They're big up front. They're big everywhere. I mean, it's they're one of the bigger teams in the MIAA. They've got a, a, a good quarterback, a sophomore who's 6'5", 210. Um, just going to be a tough challenge on, on Saturday. They're, they're a good football team. Easily could be 4-1, and one, got beat on a last-second field goal this past weekend. Yeah, they are a great football team, and they do great things offensively. I mean, you'll see three tight ends out there, and they're all big tight ends. And they got big wide receivers as well. Um, good running backs that run the ball hard, but their offensive line is kind of the key to that whole thing. They give the quarterback time to throw, and they make holes for the running backs as well. But they are big guys. I don't think I think the smallest guy is 330 pounds and maybe like six two, six three. But they are some big kids up front. Yeah, Wamey Agebe is six six, three twenty nine. 
He's their smallest offensive lineman. Yeah, he's pretty small, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but they got some size, and they got they're going they move some people as well, and uh, hopefully we can use you know we're not quite as big as they are, mm-hmm. but maybe we can use some of our quickness to get to their quarterback, put some pressure on, slant a little bit, and get in the, and, and stop some of that run game. That's going to ask you how do you approach that when you're just physically you don't match up, but yet you may have a, si- a quickness advantage and different things. You, you do more stunning. I mean, how do you go about this defensively, especially up front, to try to neutralize that big O line? Just kind of start out just you know first just playing base and see how your kids handle it you know if we can't handle them we'll probably to do some more stunning and blitzing and different little different things like that but if we can handle it with our base defense and, and do some things then then we will but if we can't you know we got to change something up defensively uh they've been pretty solid this year um what stands out about them i know they're big at a lot of different positions uh there's their secondary their back end is some big guys uh what are the challenges offensively for you guys this saturday they just don't give up the big play i mean they keep everything in front and and really make you earn everything so you know we have to be you know solid in our run game and you know be able to hit the short pass game and and, and find the holes and hopefully take a shot every once in a while and get the big play, but they don't give them up much. So we're going to, have to be patient offensively and really not try to force anything. Just, you know, give what they take, what give or take what they give us <laughs> and, uh, you know, and just keep rolling down the field and hopefully score some points. But we're going to, have to be solid. We have to establish our run game this week, though. How have the guys handled the win? And I know it was Lincoln, but it was a big win. It seems like when you've had wins, you've come back and maybe just took a step back and, and struggled the next week. Then, then get back after a loss. It's been an up and down roller coaster so far. Uh, how, how have they handled the, the win and just trying to get a little more consistent in how they play each and every week? We had a good talk, you know, on, on Monday because we always have our team meeting because, you know, we won, we lost, we won, we lost, we won. You know, all right, we can't lose this one. I'm, I'm tired of the roller coaster. Um, let's let's mature. Let's grow. Let's be more disciplined this week. Um, um, have a little bit better work ethic and make sure that we're doing everything right, whether it's the weight room, the classroom, you know, studying film, looking at your scouting reports, or watching film together. But let's let's be better this week than we were last week and, and even the weeks before this. And if we do those things and take care of business, good things will happen for us. I know you don't use youth as an excuse, but is some of that youth and just trying to figure all this out as they go along? Yeah, but it's time to mature. I mean, by this point in the season, you should be mature enough to understand what we need to do to prepare for each ball game. And uh, that's something we stress every week. And we keep telling them, all right, you're a freshman now. You, week two, you've been playing like a sophomore. Now I expect you to be playing like upperclassmen. But it doesn't happen that quick. But that's our expectations as coaches, you know, for these young men. So they'll get better as they go along. But yesterday's practice was great. I mean, those kids really came out there. They truly got after it. And, you know, we kind of – it was a shorter one, but they really did everything we asked them to do. All right, sounds good. Well, congratulations. Nice homecoming win. Best of luck against those Lions. We'll see you on Saturday. Thanks, Gerard. That's head coach Chris Brown. Again, Fort A. State at Missouri Southern. It'll be a 2 o'clock kick. Our coverage at 1 on the Tiger Sports Network and Tiger Radio Mix 103.3. And, again, you can sync up the radio broadcast with the MIAA Network TV feed. Get the TuneIn app. Look for KJLS Mix 103, and then you'll pause that and let the video catch up, and you can listen and watch all synced up to the Tigers and the Lions. Tiger Talk brought to you today by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI, and the Taco Shop. That'll wrap it up. We appreciate you listening. We'll see you next Wednesday right here on Tiger Talk. Tiger Talk.